This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Hello, decision masters. How are you? I hope it's fun thinking of yourself as a decision master because you think of yourself as really good at a lot of things in your life. And I'm just here to advocate for decisions to be one of them. Like, yeah, you make excellent decisions. Let's celebrate it. I'm throwing confetti. So today we're talking about two constructive ways to deal with stress when there's a decision to make. We're going to make it fun, I promise. So this is part of our series on simple decision making. So episode four, the overthinkers checklist, we outlined the six essential principles for making simple decisions. And if you haven't downloaded the checklist yet, go to kirstenparker.com forward slash checklist right now download the entire guide because it will help you memorize, integrate, internalize all of these habits. And there's a worksheet so that you can think practically about how you want to apply this stuff to you in your life today. It's going to be so much fun. So kirstenparker.com slash checklist. Get your PDF on. Okay, so today we're talking about the I and simple. I stands for intentional energy. So what this means is literally making a decision from an energy on purpose instead of whatever energy you happen to be in. So that means forcing decisions from clouded, stressed out thinking or total exhaustion. So often my clients are in super duper high stress or high emotional activation And they're frustrated with themselves because they don't know what they want or they can't make up their minds about this thing or they're frustrated because they can't think clearly. So this is the moment when I invite them to breathe. You can too. Take a delicious second. And then I ask them, how do you want to feel when you make this decision? Whatever it is. Whether it's a decision on how to respond to an email, to say yes or no to this thing, My suggestion is to stop churning about the logistics and stop having the same conversation with yourself over and over on repeat and instead take a step back. Instead of assuming you should be able to hear yourself clearly or come up with an answer, I want you to ask, how do I want to feel when I think about this? So in those examples, right, if you're deciding how to respond to an email How do you want to feel when you decide how to do that? Normally, we know how we don't want to feel, which is a perfectly acceptable place to start. (laughs) Have you ever gotten an email where your initial response wanted to be throwing the computer out the window? (laughs) Right? Maybe that's not the energy we want to be in when we actually click send on the response. So my question is, or my challenge is to go one step further from how do I not want to feel to how do you want to feel? 
maybe professional, maybe clear-headed, maybe calm, maybe friendly. Who knows? But get specific. I promise it will feel challenging at the beginning and then it will feel like a superpower. So if you're deciding, let's say, what to do this weekend or for your next vacation, or if you're going to accept that invite to that thing, how do you want to feel when you make that decision? I know it's a wacky question because we don't really think about this stuff. We think about like, well, I got invited, so I should go, right? I know that every single time I feel like I'm behind and I have one million things to do, my brain wants to say no to everything, like invites to dinners with friends, but also like dog walks with my husband. And that's a really good thing for me to be aware of because if I'm so stressed out and (laughs) haven't taken any breaks, I probably do want to go for a dog walk, right? I probably do want to just take like a second to breathe air, slow down. But in the energy of hustle or intense or maybe even a little scarcity that's driving whatever work mania might pop up every now and then, that energy is making the decision for me, I don't want to go on a dog walk or I don't want to go see a friend when really I might, I might want to see that friend. So we're back in the truck up and we're thinking about decisions in a little bit of a different way, but it's super powerful and I know you can do it. Now, I'm giving you a lot of little examples, quote unquote, little, responding to emails, accepting invites to dinner and dog walks. And like we say here often in the decision masters world, we want to practice these skills on small decisions so that they're easier to use on the big decisions. If you build your muscle doing these small repetitive movements, then absolutely you're going to be super strong the moment you need to be later on. So when it comes to making a decision about where to take your business or how to do your book proposal or what to price your services or your or your art at, whatever it is, when it comes to making those bigger feeling decisions... You already have this system in place. Hold on. We're not just going to run into that decision. We're not just going to get into it and then be stressed without thinking. We're going to decide first, how do I want to feel when I think about this? So this principle requires you to pay attention to two things you may or may not be paying a lot of attention to, how you feel now and how you want to feel when you make a decision. And this awareness is pure gold. And it's going to save you tons of time and energy because instead of feeling however you feel and then letting that version of your brain go into all the decision making about your business or about your relationship and then questioning all the decisions you came up with because you're like, well, I was really hangry when I when I decided that. So I don't know. (laughs) Instead of wasting all that time and energy. You're going to decide, you know what, in order to make decisions about my business, I want to feel expansive and capable and abundant and authoritative. Or in order to make decisions about my career, I want to feel supported and secure. And then you can wait or you can get yourself into those energies. And that is what we're going to talk about next because I offered you, I promised you, Two constructive ways to deal with stress when there's a decision to make. So here they are. Get your notes out. Option number one 
is to pause the deciding until you are in that different energy. What this option means is we're not going to make the decision until we're in this energy we want to be in. We can get to that energy deliberately or organically. So getting into an energy deliberately literally means deciding how you want to feel and then getting yourself to feel that. I know it sounds a little wackadoo, but you can. And usually it involves some kind of change to your physical state. So it doesn't have to be doing a 20-minute workout, but it can. It can also mean having a quick cry or taking a dance break or reading some motivational stuff, right? I want you to think of the last time you wanted to like hype yourself up for something because that's usually what we're used to. We're, We're used to getting into intentional energy like before a performance or an interview or an audition or a pitch or meeting somebody's family members for the first time, right? That's when we're most used to this. But I want to point out that you're already good at it. You're already doing it somewhere in your life. Check. Done. We just get to pick that skill up off of wherever it already is in your life and put it on to your decision making. But you do have to let yourself be a little human because sometimes we simply can't force a different energy instantaneously. Sometimes it takes a little longer for our nervous systems to calm down and all of those emotion chemicals to clear out of our bloodstream. So I want you to give yourself some grace because you are humaning throughout all of this habit change, right? I want to give you an example. So my husband and I designed my engagement ring. It was actually a super duper fun process and I'm obsessed with it because it's so, so unique and I love it so much. But we got married in COVID in Bora Bora and it was so magical, but it was a kind of last minute decision. So we were planning this vacation. It was right in that weird break, I guess. It felt like a break in COVID in 2021 when like, remember when the mask mandates were lifted for a hot second? Um, And we kind of thought it was over maybe or ending. That's when we got married. So we were planning a vacation and then it was getting a little bit expensive. And at the time we were just dating. But he said, basically, he was like, well, you know, it would justify the cost of this if we got married. And I was like, okay. And (laughs) engagement story complete. Uh, But that's how it happened. And the trip was already booked. So now it was like, oh, okay, game on. Fortunately, I'm an excellent decision maker. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to stress about this at all. We're just going to like do this, this and this and then we'll get married and it'll be planned. And it was so effortless. I will do probably a whole episode on this, maybe for our anniversary. So long story short, we designed the ring, but there was a little bit of a time crunch around it because we wanted the rings at the wedding in French Polynesia. So we were Zooming with our ring designer. I think she was in, I don't know, Michigan, maybe? We're in Los Angeles. So we had the appointment and there was a little bit of time pressure, right? We wanted to get the process going, but we got the time wrong. So instead of Zooming in an hour, we were supposed to be Zooming like right now. 
with this designer and I was in the middle of some work chaos. I don't remember what it was, but it was like something what I was like deep in some stressful kind of energy. Not where I wanted to be for having this conversation. But all of a sudden, Kenny was like, oh, my gosh, our appointment's now. So we hopped on Zoom and we started talking to her. And all of a sudden, I just had to stop us because I noticed I was not feeling how I wanted to feel. And I said that. And it was kind of hard because, as you know, if you've ever felt a time crunch or pressure around a decision, our gut instinct is to just deal with it. Our gut instinct is often just to just keep going, just get it done, right? Just get it done because we always have to be getting things done. And I didn't want to do that. So I paused us and I said, I really don't feel the way I want to feel right now. And she was super understanding. We took a break. I went outside. We went for a dog walk. We rescheduled. I came back and we had a great conversation. My obsessed with my ring. You can look it up on my Instagram. I post pictures of it all the time. So That is an example of getting yourself in deliberately into a different energy. But hopefully it's an example that you don't have to execute this like a magic spell. You don't have to put that expectation on yourself. Now, sometimes we don't feel like we have the luxury of pausing a decision. Sometimes we do really feel like we I just have to keep going. All right. That is when I want you to use option number two. So constructive way to deal with stress. Number two, I probably could have come up with a shorter name for that. Option number two is moving yourself into the challenge stress response. So we're used to thinking about stress in these basic terms of fight or flight, right? Sometimes we think of the whole gamut as fight, flight, freeze, fawn. But I want you to know there are more stress responses. And particularly, there is one called the challenge stress response. And I know you know it because you are a person who says you thrive under pressure. You love a challenge. So you know intuitively this makes sense. You know that it can't be true that every time you're stressed, you perform worse and you feel worse. I know For me, since I spent so much of my life as a stage manager in theater, I was like, when I learned about this, I was like, oh, yeah, that absolutely makes sense because I opened every single show I teched on time and did every single show we teched have enough time? Absolutely not. (laughs) But we still freaking got there because that was good at my job. And I know that you can look back on high stress times and see really good decisions you made. So this is probably not news to you, but the name might be news to you. And if it is, fantastic, because we're going to start getting into the challenge stress response all the time. And here's how. By thinking, I'm going to go into challenge right now, (laughs) right? It's like challenge mode, activate. There's a lot of research that shows simply thinking about stress in an intentional way, changes the way your body reacts to it. I'm going to say that again because I get like chills all over my body when I think about this because I feel like it's pure magic, but it's not. It's science. There's a ton of research that shows when you think this stress is helping me, this 
Anxiety is my body getting ready for a challenge. This is me being courageous enough to solve this thing or to take this thing on. Your body experiences the physiological stress differently. And the most important thing for our purposes today to note is that in the challenge stress response, you have more focus than fear. So I really want you to let this idea sink in that it's possible that if you're stressed out right now and trying to make a decision and you feel like you can't make a decision because you're stressed. And when we say decision, you know that we're like everything you do in your entire life is a decision. So before an interview, before a presentation, before a hard conversation, right? If you're stressed and you think, dang it, I don't feel like I can pause doing this thing. I can't go get myself into an intentional energy, but I'm so stressed out. That's when I want you to remember, oh, I can think about this stress as helpful. And I promise your body will respond. And importantly, your thinking will clear up. You will get into that laser focus that I know you can remember. I know you have a reference point in your mind for like, yes, I've done that. I've been in challenge before. I didn't know it, but I was. If you want to totally nerd out on this, my favorite resource to deep dive on this stress stuff we're talking about is Kelly McGonigal. She has a great TED Talk and she has a great book called The Upside of Stress. So I recommend those to all my clients. If you want to know all of the nitty gritty about all of the science of the stresses, (laughs) science of the stress, check that out. So what are we celebrating? You have two really simple options to deal with stress constructively and still make decisions that you love. Option number one is pause the deciding until you're in the energy you want to be in. Option number two is shift into the challenge stress response simply by thinking, this stress is here to help me. This is me getting ready for a challenge. Mm, Try these this week. I hope you have so much fun with the idea that stress might not have to be such a problem. Now, will it be fun to feel stressed? Probably not, but that's okay because it will feel fun to feel more powerful. And that is all we're after, right? Give yourself permission to pause. Give yourself permission to feel a little courageous and have so much fun. I cannot wait to talk to you more about the simple principles. And don't forget, you have a free downloadable PDF. with It's a whole worksheet. It's a whole detailed guide. So kirstenparker.com forward slash checklist. Make all of this simple. I promise you're doing a great job. Talk to you soon. Hey, want to know the number one thing you need to kickstart your momentum right now? Um, obviously, I know. That's why I created the Momentum Quiz. Head to kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz to find out your number one momentum killer and get your personalized action plan to boost your momentum and get back on track. That's kirstenparker.com forward slash quiz. Have fun.